This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Halton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV, radio, terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. So once again, we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest. Who is my guest of today? Well, what I can tell you is we're welcoming back Jeffrey Hazlett. This is now interview number two. So who is Jeffrey? Well, what I can tell you about Jeffrey Hazlett is that he is a primetime television host of C-Suite with Jeffrey Hazlett and executive perspectives on C-Suite TV and business podcast host of All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on C-Suite Radio. He is a global business celebrity, speaker, best-selling author and chairman and CEO of C-Suite Network, home of the world's most trusted network of C-Suite leaders. Hazlett is a well-traveled public speaker, former Fortune 100 CMO, and author of four best-selling business books, Think Big, Act Bigger, The Rewards of Being Relentless, Running the Gauntlet, The Mirror Test, and The Hero Factor, How Great Leaders Transform Organizations and Create Winning Cultures. Hazlett is one of the most compelling figures in business today and an inductee into the National Speaker Association Speaker Hall of Fame. As a leading business expert, Hazlett is frequently cited in Forbes, Success, Mashable, Marketing Week and Chief Executive, amongst many, many others. He shares his executive insight and commentary on television networks like Bloomberg, MSNBC, Fox Business, and C-Suite TV. Hazlett is a former Bloomberg contributing editor and primetime host and has appeared as a guest celebrity judge on NBC's Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump for three seasons. He is a turnaround architect of the highest order, a maverick marketer, and a C-suite executive who delivers scalpable campaigns, embraces traditional modes of customer engagement, and possesses a remarkable cachet of mentorship, corporate governance, and brand building. He's also my friend, colleague in podcast crime. How are you, my friend? How are you, Jeffrey? Well, it is good to be there, man. That's a mouthful. I, I gotta, I gotta have you do my intros more often. Could I get that? You do. You get it all in there. It was all. It was great. It was like well, fabulous. And I just want to do a correction. I said scalpable, wherever that came Scalpable. From. I thought that was good. The scale, I mean, you meant scalable, but scalpable. I'll go with scalpable. What the hell? I mean, that's Okay. Good. Dr. Jeffrey's in the house with his scalp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, All I'm right. being scalp. Being You're scalp. being we'll scalped. Scalp. 
can scalp tickets. You can scalp. Well, they used to. Do. Back where I'm from in South Dakota, there was a lot of Native Americans who did a lot of scalping years ago. So yeah. Okay. Different kind. Different kind. That's another. That's another show, Jeffrey. Yeah, exactly. All right. So listen, I just want to, first off, I want to officially welcome you into 2020. I want to say happy new year, love to you and your family and to all the people that do what they do behind the scenes for C-Suite, because I certainly am very grateful to them. They've been very instrumental in my journey as well. And uh, and I want to thank you personally, because I believe I've now been with C-Suite for, I'm going to say three years, maybe a little bit longer, yeah, I'm not quite been, sure. Yeah, you've, been, you've been there. You've been one of the first and so been with us. You've always... You know, that's one of the cool things about you, Lisa, I've always liked is one, your energy and spirit. And then second, you know, your your transparency. And the, and the third thing is you just jump on it and get it done. And there's not a lot of people who do that I see in life. You know, everybody says, what do you like about uh, Lisa? And I always tell them, well, she's kind of crazy, but I love her. <laughs> You know, in a, in, a, in a good way. And I mean crazy because you just do it. You live your life the way it is. It's unstoppable. It's huge. Aww. You think big. But not everybody does that. I mean, I, I see people, you know, all the time. And I see leaders in businesses and, well, quite frankly, leaders in countries that can't get their head out of their ass and do the right things. So it, it's, it's always <laughs> interesting, you know, because we're always surrounded by captains of no. You know, mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. people who, who who just come up with reasons why the hell we can't do things. And it just blows my mind. So I, whenever I find gems like you and others who just like get stuff done, man, I pay attention. Well, thank you. Well, you know, I oftentimes say no coincidence, vibe attracts tribe, and it's all about the energy. So when you attract the right stuff, you draw in the right people. Therefore, you draw in the right opportunities. So, you know, we work extremely well together. And, uh, and I don't accept no. And you know that very well. It's like, no, we're doing this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let's just go. Let's just go. Okay. So let's go with the interview here. That was a lovely intro both ways mutually. Thank you for all your kind words. I I appreciate that. So let's talk about, I want to start with uncorked. What is uncorked? Well, Uncorked is one of four events that we're doing this year, um, and it's in Napa. So we'll be doing that in Napa. We recently were going to be doing it coming up in February, but we moved it to September because we've had such a great outpouring of people who wanted to go. And uh, as we were shoving it in too quick, they all came to us and said, hey, can you move it back? And we, so we, we, you know, we pay attention to our customers, our, our members in the C-Suite network, our Hero Club uh, CEOs and all the other members that we have. And they... And uh, we said, okay, which is best for you? And so we gave them a couple of choices. And so we decided to move back. So Uncorked is where I've got Michael uh, Houlihan, Bonnie Harvey, the founders of Barefoot Wine coming. I've got six CEO women uh, founders of wineries coming. And they're going to talk about the you know, behind the scenes of what it takes to, to run a winery. to take a, And then the, we learn these lessons from all these great people who are running these great wineries you know how to turn passion into a real business and then you know like michael and bonnie who, who actually inherited a business meaning they inherited they had somebody owed them money and they were to go collect the guy says well i got this juice what do you mean you got this juice well i got this wine juice and he goes what do you mean you got this wine juice well we have this wine juice do you want it i can give that to you but i can't give any money so they took it 
And then they figured out, okay, now what do we do with it? And they started a wine business called Barefoot Wines, one of the largest wine brands in the world, sold it for multi-millions of dollars, and they fell into it by accident. And they did it without advertising. So so we do that. We've got another one called the Battleship Forum, where we're going to Norfolk, uh, Virginia, where we're going to stay on the USS Wisconsin, the very first battleship that ever used uh, drones and also used uh, video in warfare. And I've got two admirals coming. I've got... Uh, both the male and female admiral, as you know, Lisa, I try in the C-suite to balance to make sure that we at least have 50% of all of our program are women. They have to be or yes. people of color, you know, because that's what you should do, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, typically the C-suite's not always been, uh, had a very diverse uh, look to it. And we're trying to bring more diversity and inclusion. So, um, by the way, in, in the Uncorked event in Napa, we actually have, I think, 70% of our program is women, maybe as high as 85. I don't I have to go look. But yeah, yeah, I don't okay. measure. I, the team measures that. I, I just make sure we do it, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, and usually if it's a number, I inflate it anyway because I'm a marketing guy. So that's just what I do. So. Um, awesome. Yeah always a little bit higher number typically for me like oh well we got this or this but so the team's always making sure i gotta say the right ones yeah and then, uh, but the the battleship which i'm really excited about that one that's coming up april 19th to the 21st and we've got uh the worst the commander former commander of navy uh, ships who led the uh worst ship in the navy turning into the best ship in the navy and that's mike abershoff both by the way both of those admirals worked for him at one point hmm. and then i've got uh carrie lorenz a, a female Tomcat fighter pilot um, who's landed, you know, landed uh, flights, uh, planes on air, on aircraft carriers. I mean, holy sh crap, you know. You can that's say something. shit on my show. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like, holy moly, yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to, it's a New Year's resolution for me to swear less. Which, well, uh, then we can't be friends anymore, Jeffrey, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just said less. I didn't say completely. I just said less, yeah. All uh, right. And then we're going to go, we're going to go in the air, in the air tunnel and learn how to skydive. So these are kind of, yeah, these are the kind of great events that we have. When I, and then the faculty that I have, the kinds of uh, leaders like yourself that are there that are helping us facilitate, do other learning. It's just amazing. So, you know, we're going to learn leadership from the front. We're going to learn about I got your back and other things that the military does that, that make them as powerful as they are today in leadership. And then what lessons can we learn from that and apply to our businesses? That's what, what this is all about. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, a couple of things I'm going to say as you were talking. So I'm going to go back to what you were saying in terms of Michael and Bonnie and, and the whole wine. So uh, there's somebody who's still outstanding, owes me 30 grand. So when you're talking about juice, if they don't come forth, I'm going to go squeeze their grapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I can tell you, what, your money is an important thing to do. I spend, I spend a, a wee bit of time on that and I've done that in the past. And and listen, I've had people who owed me money and I walked over to their business and said, what do you got? You know, you got to pay me. And the guy's, you know, I'm going under. And I said, well, you know, look, I'm just a small business here, just like you. And, you know, what do you got? And I've taken phone systems. I've taken, I once took an air conditioner off the top of their building. Uh, I did that. That became, I didn't have air conditioning. That, this was, this was literally 35 years ago. And I did not have air conditioning for my house. And that became my central air for my house. I put a. I put a uh, concrete slab on the side of my house and mounted that air conditioner <laughs> there, and that's what I had. Um, and then, let's see, I've taken one time, my best one was uh, this one guy, 
uh, I went over and he used to sell all kinds of decorative arts. And so he had all these plaques of these Jesus hands, you know. Oh, God. And, yeah, Pun intended. And so, yeah. No, and so they, they were, they, oh, God, that's funny. Hey, so I always like your post at night. You always post this funny. Like, I don't know where the hell you come up with that. I think you're drinking a lot when you do, but I just think that's it. But you can imagine these these wood these wood etched plaques, you know, with these Jesus. You know what I'm talking about? Prayer yes, hands. Yes. And, and I remember I remember I loaded up my van with them, and then I spent the next month and a half at, at flea markets, you know. Uh, selling them for 50 cents or a buck just to, you know, to get to recoup some of my money. And man, I've had, I've, I've taken sticky magnets, you know, that you put on <laughs> things that I've done every, I, you know, like I said, phone system. I remember I got one great phone system out of it years ago. Wow. Well, thank God I don't owe you anything. Cause I don't know what you grabbed from my house. <laughs> yeah. Well, the- I went, okay. Now you're reminding me of all these ones. I actually had a pizza guy, uh, owned a pizza <laughs> franchise and I went, I, I took like, I don't know, 150 pounds of pizza dough. I took uh, wings. I took uh, pepperoni <laughs> cheese. I did, you know, guess what we ate for a while. Yeah, good stuff. But, that's, but, but by the way, you know, you know, that's if you're going to run a business, uh, that's what you do. Now, now, listen, folks, if you're listening to me right now, you if through we've the bio. Got eight, you, eight, Jeffrey, we've got, let's not forget on part of C-Suite, we've got 8 million people listening. So, yeah, I know we're it's, listening. Yeah, but for those that are listening, I mean, look, I used to, you know, run a budget of $17 billion in marketing and a $187 billion company. And, and yet I still do these kinds of things and still would. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you do what you got to do as a, as a business leader. You do, you, you got to, you got to take it on hard and do, do the stuff you got to do. Brass tacks, brass yep. tacks. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing I want to circle back and say that I absolutely love and adore about you, I really respect this about you, is going back to the racial different uh, ratio differentials between male and female in the C-suite specifically. Yeah. I want to commend you and applaud you on that because in the time that I've known you, you've always been about inclusivity and you always appreciate and, and garner value from everybody's walk of life. And when I've gone to your C-suite events, particularly the Thought Summits, um, you know, or anything to do with radio specifically in New York, you know, there's been people there from all over the place wearing all kinds of different garb, speaking different languages. And, you know, it, I mean, really it, it, it's, it's multiculture at C-suite event. It really is. That's well, it is. And, you know, and it should be, but it shouldn't you be reflective of the populations you serve or that you want to be. I mean, you know, over, I have a, over one of my doors in my office is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where our, our back office home office is, uh, although we have offices all over the country. I'm sitting here in New York today in our office, but you know, uh, we have, I have a sign because we can, because people always say like, why do you have an office in Sioux Falls? I finally just said, because we can, I get tired of ask answering it. And, <laughs> but that's our philosophy of like, why can't you do it this way? Well, because you can, that's why. Because you can. So why do we have to accept anything less? You know, in in I wrote a book. This last book I wrote called "The Hero Factor: What Makes Great Companies, you know, uh, lead and create great winning cultures." To you know how to transform organizations and create winning cultures. And it's companies that have the hero factor. And one of the key things that that each of these companies has is both diversity and inclusion. 
Mm-hmm. And great, you know, companies, if you want to have the hero factor, I mean, these companies gross more revenue, earn more revenue to the bottom line. They have happier employees, more engaged customers, and uh, they have vendors who want to do business with them. And as we all know, they've got great reputations because people who see them in the, in the community go, hey, there goes a hero business. You know, that's a real hero. And because no CEO wakes up and says, hey, I want to be a hero, but they want to run hero cultures. Yes. And Diversity and inclusion is one of that. And I, and I realized that, you know, like I remember when I was a CMO of Kodak and somebody said, hey, I want to be the CMO of, uh, of the China operations. I said, well, you're Chinese. And I said, just because just you like Chinese food doesn't mean I'm going to make you the CMO. You know, right. you're qualified, you're good. But, you know, maybe we should have, do you think in, I don't know, they have 3 billion people. I don't know. Well, I don't, maybe it's more than that. Let's just say they have 3 billion people. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what, what is the population of China? I don't know, but let's say it's 3 billion. Don't you think in 3 billion people, we could find somebody that's qualified for that freaking job? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, so that, that, that is Chinese and looks Chinese and is really eats Chinese food, you know? So, uh, rather than, you know, some white guy, Absolutely. And, and, and that's not saying that this white guy is bad because I don't look at it from that perspective. I don't try to look at people's races or colors. But what I try to do is say, let's find people who are reflective of the societies they serve. Well, and, unless, and let's just, you know, if you want to do a coin toss on it, let's just crack open the fortune cookie. Let's see what the fortune cookie has to say about that. That's all I need to do is go. Now I want to go there. <laughs> no, I'm not going there. That's, that's, that, that will get me letters. That will get me letters. <laughs> Okay, and talking about magnets, do you have the magnets I sent you for Christmas? What was that, yeah, two years ago? <laughs> yeah, we've got, we got magnets all over this place of the stuff you've sent, all these little good goodies. There, then uh, we can't, and even though, and it would break my, it would break my uh, New Year's resolution to repeat what's on some of the magnets, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the attractor factor. Anyway, yeah. um... So let's uh, let's talk about what else is coming up because C-Suite, I mean, I'm on the email list and I want to say thank you as well because I think ever since I've started with you and I'm very grateful to the listeners because they're the ones who also make this possible, but my show has been in the top five. Uh, yeah, you've, for, for, you've done well, yeah. So I just want to say thank you because when I read your newsletter, and that's not a plug for me. But you cross all sectors of C-suite. You give accolades and props for everyone's hard work, their contributions. And it's a lovely newsletter to read because it encapsulates so much yummy content. Yeah, we just did a, a real re- recent redesign. One day I woke up and I sent it. My team said, hey, look at this new look. I was like, wow, this is good. I didn't even know we were doing it. But that's awesome, you know, And which I love to see is I love to see the action that teams take, you know, and mm-hmm. and do it without you having to ask. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, when you look at what we've done with C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio, two of our main brands, uh, we have C-Suite Book Club, uh, and more, we, uh, we, in our news, C-Suite News, which you're referring to in the newsletter, we, it's amazing to see the kind of growth that we've had. So in a year and a half, like C-Suite Radio is now the world's largest business podcast network. You know, we have well over 157 shows, uh, growing by a new show every other day. Uh, mm-hmm. Advertising's going through the roof for us. Uh, that's just something that we're doing for all of our shows. And and then you know we keep finding great great shows. I mean, we, and, and it's a little bit of everything. I mean, we got we have shows that are real estate investment. We got Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, his his podcast is on our network. We've got we've got one of our most popular ones. I it's not po- popular, but it certainly gets a lot of listeners. I guess is the divorce show for executives. <laughs> um, so well, we're fifty percent of the population, and that's me speaking yeah. for myself. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, I know. I see. I've been married for a long time, as you know. I wouldn't. I know me. I wouldn't be married to me. So there. So you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm riding that curve for as long as I can ride it. <laughs> right. Right. Well, your wife is lovely. I've been in recent correspondence with her too about W whatever. It's like I'm in Canada. I don't have that, but she's she's on it. She's good. Uh, oh yeah, she's tough. She's yeah, tough. Yeah, she is. She yeah. is. And uh, and you've got Tyler and you've got Lindsay there. They're working their magic. Yeah, I got my both of my children been involved in the business, although although my daughter is about to uh, I guess we can announce it here on the show. She's leaving. She's uh, yeah, she'll still be associated with us because she'll never get away from the C-suite, but she's going to work with Mitzi Purdue. Mitzi Purdue is um, if you look her up, number 78 on the Forbes list uh, of the richest families in North America. And uh, her husband is the late Frank Purdue of uh, Purdue Chicken and wow. Purdue Farms and Purdue Farms. And Mitzi has taken on uh, a new cause that she's leading called WinThisFight.org. It's a brand new group that's getting uh, organized right now. And she's going to raise $100 million to help fight human tra- trafficking. Brilliant. And, and so uh, Mitzi tapped my daughter, Lindsay, to help her get that started and, and go. And they're, they're, they're going to be doing an auction in the year 2021 where they're going to raise a hundred, uh, then $100 million. Now, they'll raise more than that over time, um, given what they're doing and how I just happen to know what their plans are. But they've announced that they're going to they're looking for items to, that people will donate that are greater than a million dollars. Wow, and they got a host of a major gala and then and then raise all this money and all the money goes towards organizations and groups that are helping to fight and, and stop human trafficking. As we all know, it's a big issue and Huge. something I think we can all get behind, you know. Absolutely. Well, please issue my congratulations to Lindsay and, and certainly thank her on my behalf for all her contributions because she she too has been lovely throughout the years with me. I really value her as well. So, and Tyler, Tyler and I've had correspondence as well, but, um, but listen, I want to know what else is upcoming because I mean, you know, when somebody takes a look at you, Jeffrey, and thinks that they've already got it down pat, you know, a lot of people would think, okay, well, that's enough to coast on that for a lifetime, you know? Um, well, why would you, you want to coast? Why would you want to coast? Well, I know, but this is why we're, we're talking about that and using that terminology specifically, because a lot of people who I'm very grateful for, who take the time to tune into Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald, both C-Suite and Contact Talk Radio Network, um, you know, a lot of people just, they're enamored and they're inspired by people like you, Jeffrey, who I showcase an interview, but a lot of people don't have your relentlessness. A lot of people don't have your tenacity, your foresight, your, your vision. So for people who are looking to garner some nuggets, some wisdom, uh, any words that you would wish to impart, you know, for people who are still perhaps sitting on the fence and they just, they don't know how to cross over and they're going, okay, what's this guy's magic? How, how has he managed to cultivate all of this and not just cultivate it, but expand it? You're exponentially building and growing every day. So what would you yeah. say to the listeners? Well, you know, that's my big word for 2020 is we all picked a word. We've got a group called the Thought Council, which is a very high level. You could call it a mastermind, but it's a peer-to-peer council of thought leaders that get together. And it's a very elite group of about 100 100 of these around the world. And so we get together and we all picked a word, one of our key words, you know, that we would say. And I participate, even though I lead it, I participate. My big word for this year is scale. You know, yeah. I, I built all these things out. Now I got to really scale them. I got to add zeros to them. But it always gets back to what are your, 
personal conditions of satisfaction. And mm-hmm. I don't think we spend enough time really sitting down and thinking about, okay, what is it that I want out of life or the world or my relationship or my business or my, or my job? And, and I think you should spend more time defining what those, what I call walkaway values are. That's, that's one of the key things that we talk about the hero factor when you're leading, you know, hero cultures is the, what are the, what are the walkaway values? What are the values of the business? Because it's important for everybody to know, well, shouldn't you start with that with yourself first? And so for mm-hmm. me, you know, I've got three simple ones. I, I really try to focus in on, you know, my own personal wealth, building wealth. And, and you know, not that I need, you know, tons of millions, but, I, you know, I want to get to a certain point in my life where it's not only comfortable for me, but also better for my family because mm-hmm. I want my family to have more than what I had. I think that's a responsibility of every a member of the family is to to better the family and to to do your fair share, whatever that is. Uh, doesn't necessarily always mean about money either, but to build wealth of the family. And there's a lot of ways that we can measure that. Um, but money is one of the ways we keep score. The, the second thing is I always want to have uh, my second uh, personal condition of satisfaction is really around learning new things and uh, and doing new things. Um, you know, I could go and do a brand new TV show again and on a national network and do it daily, but I don't want to do that. I've already done that. Mm-hmm. So now I want to go do something else that intrigues me. And, and, you know, I, I literally walked away from a fortune 100 off. Uh, I could have stayed, could have stayed for a long time, could have took another job at another big company, but I did that. I don't want to do that. I want to go build something now. Mm-hmm. And so, so I kind of reinvent that all the time. And then the third, third personal condition of satisfaction is I got to have fun. You know, I want to work with people I want to work with. I want to have fun. I'm tired. Of, I, you know, I, I just recently put up a sign in my office in Sioux Falls that had a big red, uh, red slash the word drama because I'm tired of drama. <laughs> you know, and I told people, if you, I, you are your butts out of here if you cause me drama. I mean, to, even to the point where, you know, on C-Suite Radio, I give every host phantom shares. So if you have a podcast and you join our network, I give you phantom shares. What's that mean? It means I give you ownership. If I ever exit and you've helped me build the company, well, don't you think you should participate in that? Now, somebody would say, well, Jeff, why don't you not give me phantom shares? Give me real shares. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. I'm the one taking all the risk. You didn't put any money in it. Now, if you don't put money in it, then I'll be glad to. But no, I am using your talent without question. I'm using your show. So, but that's, that's a quid pro quo. I'm also giving you great benefit for that too. But here's what I'll do. I'll give you phantom shares. So if I ever exit, here's what I'll do. I'll give you uh, I'll give you a check based upon, you know, your, your listeners, your revenue source, how long you've been with me. And the fourth one is it depends on your asshole factor or your drama factor. No. I actually put that, you know, I put that in a letter to people. And said, they said, Jeff, did you really write that? I said, yeah, if you're an asshole, if you're a drama queen mm-hmm. and, and I have to spend all my time coddling you or, or or you're a pain to my employees, then no, you're not getting squat. You get yeah. the heck out of here. You know, yeah, but, you know I, I'll, ta- I'll still take your money, you know, to come and be a part <laughs> of the network and I'll still give you a check for the advertising and, and the participation. I'll give you services. But that doesn't mean I have to go beyond that condition of satisfaction. So, so for me, having, you know, like I've had, you know, I've even had members sometimes say, hey, I want to join. Nope, nope, not going to let you. Why? Well, I don't like you. That's why you're not coming in. Um, you know, because just your drama's there. Or you've done something that's inappropriate or you're acting in an inappropriate manner, whatever it might be. No, we don't need that in our lives. 
right? Absolutely. Well, what you what you refer to and define as assholes, my catch-all word for that is just oxygen thieves. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And my brother in Virginia, Craig, he's the one who came up with that. I love it. That's but, true. Um, they should not be drinking, taking my oxygen. <laughs> I like it. I value my air, people. Leave me alone. Yeah. But, um, okay, so you're all about think think bigger, and you're all about scale, which I screwed up and said scalp, scalpable. <laughs> I'm uh, all about scalps, too. Either yeah, way. I'm about scalps, too. So, you know, and I like the fact that, you know, you're not about redundancy. It's not about doing something that you've already done successfully and, and then writing the coattails on, you know, duplicating that. It's about something new, which is what makes you creative. It's what makes you a visionary. It's what makes you innovative. So what outside of pre-existing services, memberships, all the hats you wear within the C-suite as the founder, what else are you that you may or may not be able to talk about? Uh, would be a consideration for you to bring as a new division? Have you even thought of a new division? Yeah, no, uh, it, it has to fit within the scope of what our mission and vision is, right? Yeah. Um, I'm always looking at something. I got, I'm, I'm meeting with a team tomorrow about an acquisition. So that could be really cool. And it's a new service, and it, but it fits well with what we've got. And I kind of like it. And it's already grossing some revenue. Now, it's not huge numbers, but it's got, it's got some numbers on it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's not millions, but it's, it, you know, it could be hundreds of thousands and then eventually work its way into that. So that's kind of a cool thing that we could add. And it would, it would kind of put us on the map a little bit more and people would go, holy crap, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it, it has to fit in the, into the scope of our vision and mission. That's one, two, it has to be scalable, you know, and complementary to what we do, or I'm not interested in taking a look at it. That, mm-hmm. that, that's really the things that we take a look at. And people come to us all the time, as you well know, Lisa, with an idea or, or you should do this or you should do that. It's always interesting, too, that uh, when people do that, they say you should do this and you should do that. Well, let me well, let me you shouldn't offer advice like that unless you've done it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, you know, when people bring me stuff, I would say, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, here's, your, here's your hat. Yeah. What's your hurry? Yeah. You know, so I always ask, you know, even we do this with our thought council, you can't offer advice to other people unless you're grounded in the success or the failure of that particular advice. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you're welcome to offer it and you can say, hey, I've heard that people do this, but you should never say you should go do this because one, you, one, you're not that person, you're mm-hmm. not that business, but here are some options. But you should really only be offering those options of which you're grounded in either success or failure. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. So otherwise, there... it's just, otherwise, it's just a hypothesis. You know? No, it's very like, true. Yeah. Very true. And, uh, and I don't like that word, you know, should, because it, there's, a, there's a connotation of judgmentalness. Because if you opt not right. to do what they're suggesting that you should do, then somehow you're, you know, you're not operating at full capacity or, or, you know, you're falling short of something. There's, there's connotation with that. I don't like that word should at all. Um, but anyway, is there a fifth best-selling book on the horizon? Yeah, we do. We're already starting to work on it. I've got the working title on it. Uh, it'll actually be probably my biggest one ever. Uh, they each one's that way, so they, they've been of that course. way bigger, bigger, bigger. Each one's gotten bigger. All four that we've done. Um, plus, I'm working on a on a potential series of books. 
that I'm not ready to announce, but I will this, this year. We will get the business plan put together on a book syndication project that we're going to do. Fantastic. Well, what about the standalone fifth best-selling book? Can you talk more about that? Well, I just think things are things, you know, today, I think if you look at where we're going, digitalization has caused us to be ever more connected and ever more disconnected. Yeah. And and so uh, building communities and being a part of communities, if let me if you're a thought leader and you're out there and you're not connected to community, if you're a business leader and you're not connected to community, you're, you're doing yourself a huge disfavor. Mm-hmm. Because and and by the way, to to connect and be a part of a trusted community, even more important. And so while while uh, like let's use let's use media, digitalization has allowed us to see more and hear more and read more and obtain more content. Mm-hmm. But it's also <laughs> um, separates us from more and more content as well. So there's going to be a need to be able to trust the content that's coming my way. So, you know, it's great to have Netflix and have this and this and this and this, but, you know, at the demise of what else and demise of when you used to get local news and you used to get this and you used to get that. Now you're not getting that. You're not even paying attention. Mm-hmm. And and so it's real important for us to find ways to do that. And I think communities are part of that. And I have a I have a theory and a, and, and a, and a way to look at ecosystems that we're, we've seen great ecosystems rise like Facebook, like LinkedIn, like um, Amazon. And, and it's all around, you know, this particular effect that I typically have just observed and, and one that we're trying to, to implement. And I think it's going to be a great book. Fantastic. And so do you have a, a scheduled timeline for when you're looking to release that or is it still too preliminary for that? Yeah, I th- we always like to come out with a new book about every 18 to 24 months. You yeah, know, good. I, I think it's important to do that. So, you know, it'll be, uh, it'll be, a, we'll see another year next year. So sometime mm-hmm. maybe this year. Yeah. This next well, you're, year. you're going to be in my Thrive Global book. Mm. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, feature articles. I'm not taking Ariana's Thrive Global. That's her branding. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. tough to take. She'd come after you for that. Yeah, yeah she probably <laughs> would. <laughs> and so she should. Um, but anyway, so I'm trying to think back. When is, I mean, I know we're in regular correspondence, but when was the last time we actually saw each other? Was it the when you and Damon John took the stage Q&A? You know, that could have been uh, uh, very much so. And, of course, you know, Damon and I share offices here in New York. Yes. So we're, uh, I actually talked to him again yesterday. We, we see each other every so often when we're around. But, yeah, awesome. Yeah. I, I think that was the last time. Yeah, although I'm coming up to Toronto. I'll be in Toronto a couple times this spring. Okay, fantastic. Because I couldn't recall if I saw you in Toronto after that at, uh, I think it was a Hero Club function, if I'm not mistaken, downtown Toronto. Probably. I, I can't remember. I, there's, we have so many of them, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, your flight schedule alone, your itinerary for that, I, I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> You're in different time good, zones every, good, every no, day. Good, good, good apps. That's what. Yeah. Good apps. Absolutely. So for any, because a lot of podcasters and radio show hosts follow me, again, very grateful for that. But for anybody who wants to get associated with a specific network, you know, what, what do they get for that? Like, you t- tell us a little bit more about C-Suite well, Radio specifically. 
Yeah, well, on the radio side, just, uh, you know, we're, as I mentioned, 157 podcasts. It's it's important to look. You can be one of tens or 20s or 30s or 40 or I don't even know how many tens of thousands of podcasts there are. And you can fight your way. There's you, millions. There's, yeah, there's, a, there's probably a million. Is. I don't know. There's, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's a lot. Or mm-hmm. you, you could fight your way and be in the crowd. Or, mm-hmm. my again, my belief is you should affiliate. You should be part of a tribe. You should be part of a community because, you know, it's really truly about the, what I call the three R's. It's about, first of all, it's about your relevancy. Are you relevant for each other? Mm -hmm. Well, certainly if you're a business or you're in a luxury or a a luxury podcast, a business podcast, a a learning podcast, well, that makes sense for us because of our our typical audience that we're trying to go after of C-suite executives, anyone that's an owner of a business, an executive in a business, and then quite frankly, managers and everywhere else because we have millions and millions of downloads a month. And so uh, you want to be a part of that and listen. So, so relevancy is critical. Then the next thing is then reach. See, I help people get more reach and you help mm-hmm. me get more reach because you have a follower, you have followers, which I run into all the time say they, I, I, I listen to Lisa, I've, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I see she's on your network. So, and of course we, so we help each other. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is then reciprocity. So, yep. And that is you win and I win. And so if you're, you're a, if you're a host, you win because I sell advertising. I help you with the affiliation. So you're part of a bigger network. You you can sell more sponsors, which I know you have done. And, and so really what we do is we, we allow people first to affiliate, which then raises everything, raises their value because now they're with a bigger, badder network, you know, before they were out by themselves And then we give them analytics and, you know, insights into things. So you can actually on my screen right now on my own podcast, which I have all business and I have a podcast called the hero factor. And on both of those, I can see who's listening to me at any given time, what countries, what cities. And so I, I can see how long they listen and, I can see what device I can see that 17% of the people that listen to me are on a Apple or listen to me off an Apple watch. Wow. You know, and I can see when, how long they listen, if they go back again to a podcast. These things are very helpful for us so that, you know, I'm, I'm more attuned to my network. Like, for instance, I found, now I look at North America as one big market, mm-hmm. um, you know, although some people might say you got the U.S. and you got Canada. And, of course, you know, some people refer to, you know, as you're, you're Canadian, but they refer <laughs> to as, you know, like Canada is like America's hat, you know, like I kind of like that. But I just look at it as one big market. So, but outside of North America, my second largest country or the second largest population listening to me is from India. Now, yes. when, I, when I see data like that, then I got to go, oh, I got to pay attention. So now, rather than saying after my show or during my show, hey, I'm going to go out for a scotch and, and, and a big juicy <laughs> steak afterwards, you know, probably not cool to say to all the people who are Hindu. Now, the scotch thing is okay, but the other piece isn't. So now you know, I talk about how much I like bindi and curries, which I do. I'm authentic. Yeah. It's real. Um, so I cut that down, but, but by, by sliding things like that is not to be patronizing, not to, you know, to palaver to that particular audience, but no, to be mindful of the, of that audience and to be inclusive in utilizing language and, and customs and things that are, you know, relatable to that audience. And then I start talking about whiskey and as a result, you know, it's the second largest whiskey drinking country in the, in the world. And that's how I pick up more sponsors. 
So, awesome. so now, you know, that's the way you start paying attention to those things. So the analytics are good. And then, of course, you know, we mentioned the advertising. So we go out and sell advertising uh, based on your downloads, based on your, you know, your um, your your the, the reach that we talked about, your your ability to to, to do great content. And then, um, you know, that's, and then we help you amplify it by, by promoting, you know, you know, you, you know, when you mentioned C-Suite Radio, C-Suite Network, our team jumps right back on it and gets it back out there, you Mm -hmm. know, or, or we push out the list of the most, the trending podcast, the biggest podcast, most listened to, you know, um, you know, and we have like a television show called Bestseller TV is another example. And, And we've had people who've been on that show and they've been seen on you know, on United airline flights. And there was a woman who was flying back from Fiji to Los Angeles, watched one of the shows and immediately tweeted, you know, why she's in the air that she loved the show and she wanted to hire this woman as a speaker. And uh, wow, you get bookings and you get things like that from it. So it's, it's just awesome to see. Amazing. Well, <clears throat> and what I'm very grateful for is because I'm connected with both networks and I love them both, C-Suite Radio Network and the Contact Talk Radio Network. And I do say this to anybody who I'm interfacing with who is still at that stage where they're doing it irrespective of being attached to a network where they don't have graphics, they don't know what the demographic is, they don't have stats or metrics. Um, you know, so for me, being connected with both networks, it doubles everything. Not everybody has is in a position financially or otherwise to do that uh but it is a win-win and like you jeffrey i'm all about win-win so if it's not win-win i'm out i'm either all in or all out yeah well that's the way to be you know go big or go home and that was my third book think big act bigger the rewards of being relentless there you go how's that for a plug (laughs) i love it i love it well and you know what you you impressed upon something there that i think uh worth delving into because A lot of people who are very successful or read as successful, the one area that I I tend to, and I mentor people on this, the one downfall that they have that where they're really getting in their way and they're really um, handcuffing themselves to the potential and the trajectory of where they say they could go in terms of being truly successful is, you know, they're scared to promote themselves. And I'm like, no, you're not doing it enough. You've got, you know, how are people going to know you've got that book? How are people going to know that you're a coach, that you're a mentor? How are people going to know how to enlist your support or hire you or, you know, get an initial consultation if you're not promoting yourself? Because the thing is, if you're going to uh, potentially be in a position where you're going to help launch somebody else in whatever area that they think they're deficient in, they've got to see first and foremost that you're walking your talk and that you've been able to start off doing that for yourself with yourself by yourself first and if you've not been successful with that knowing that we're in an oversaturated market I would be going and hiring somebody else so you've got to put yourself out there it's not about narcissism it's not about being egoic it's about that's it's business and if you're not using all your social media platforms and if you're not being redundant because how do we you know Tony Robbins says this all the time what sticks what locks for people repetition 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 so i cycle a lot of the same content through various formats and platforms uh and i'll do it at different times intermittently because you never know who's going to be on what particular platform at any given time and it might be that one particular time where somebody sees you know our graphic for who i'm showcasing on living fearlessly with lisa mcdonald with c-suite radio network contact talk radio network and they go oh that guest looks interesting or that meme looks interesting 
or I didn't know that you also wrote that book. That's awesome. If you don't circulate this stuff at nauseum, you're going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, without question. You got to be, you got to stand up, speak up and, and get out there and make things happen. That's one of the most important things you can do. But, you know, a lot of people um, come up with great ideas, you know, but an idea without implementation is just air. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which goes back to oxygen thief. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So, you know, Jeffrey, being cognizant of time, I want to give you an opportunity. Where can people find you, whether they want to talk about one particular aspect of business, everything under the spectrum or the umbrella of C-Suite Network as a whole, uh, you know, to become a guest on any person's, uh, you know, podcast. Shows, yeah. Yeah, anything. Like, how do people connect with you? Well, you just go to any one of our sites, any C-Suite site, and just connect, unconnect, and connect, and you can get to somebody immediately. Everyone's going to get right back to you. If you're with me, you can look up anything with Jeffrey Hazlett, H-A-Y-Z-L-E-T-T. If you're looking to get on a podcast show, you want to be a guest on a podcast show, just go to the C-Suite Radio um, site, and up in the upper right-hander, it says uh, request an interview. So uh, you submit your submit it and give it your best shot, yeah. And so obviously we covered a lot of ground. We talked about a lot of uh, equally imperative, pivotal things. You know, you interjected and offered a lot of value here. But if there was one takeaway, one specific breakthrough that you would hope would resonate more so than anything else we discussed in this interview as a takeaway for the listening audience and the podcast subscribers, what would that be? Well, I'd, it'd be two things. One would be consider yourself and what you want to do to be a hero leader. And if you're a CEO or founder, we'd love to have you be a part of it. In fact, if you want to find out about your own business and how you stack up as a, as a hero business, go to the herofactorbook.com. And there's a free assessment there. And then the second piece is really what we talked around about conditions of satisfaction. I think mm-hmm. it's so important for you to figure out though what those are for yourself personally, but also for the book. What are your conditions of satisfaction? What do you want to get out of this in life? What do you want to be when you grow up? Okay. It's all, that's, that's really what that's about. And I think uh, the more time we spend on that, the better for all of us. Absolutely. Well, and very quickly too, I also want to say another aspect of business and collaboration that we did that I thoroughly enjoyed was when Mitchell Levy, who again is part of the C-suite as well, Uh, we co-facilitated on the Legacy Series, and you were one of our selected panel speakers uh, that we talked to uh, you about Legacy specifically. So what does Legacy mean to you, Jeffrey, and how do you most wish to be remembered? Well, well, I'll answer the last part of it. Well, I don't know. Legacy just really means what people will say about you and you're dead, right? I really think that's it. You know, and what can you do? I think our job is to always leave the earth in better place than when we got here. And did you do your fair share? And I think that's what your legacy should be. And then what do I most remember is just a great dad, a good husband, and a, a, a fantastic grandfather. I mean, I, in the end, that's all that matters. And yep. um, and that's, you know, and a good brother and sister, you know, brother or sister, things like that. That In the end, that's all that really matters. And that's where I try to find. I focus most of my time in that area because I just want to do a better job than, than the, the folks that I'm following. That's all. If I can do that, I'm okay. And I can only be responsible for me. I can't be responsible for you or anyone else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's all about taking personal responsibility and self-accountability. So um, <clears throat> considering that I look upon you not only as a friend, a colleague, 
business partner list goes on, but you're also one of my tangible mentors. So what any advice for me, anything that you think I should be stepping into that I'm not already for 2020 and going forward? Yeah, your your problem. You you step into a lot. There's no doubt about that. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you what you're stepping into isn't crap, right? That's all <laughs> you think, right? You know, identify. You know, for all of us though, at least it's the same exact same exact advice, right? Is to to really step in and step on step forward in those opportunities that are going to get us where we want to go. Mm-hmm. We we get distracted a lot, and so. You know, always find out, you know, is this, and I, that's another thing sometimes, you you know this, because a lot of people come up to you with kinds of opportunities, and are they real, mm-hmm. right? Are they, uh, is it worthy of my time? Is it oxygen worthy? I love that. And <laughs> and I think, I think that we need, all of us need to spend more time with that, because people tell me all the time what I should be doing, like, yeah, get out of here, go away, you know? Absolutely. Know. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I just want to say, Jeffrey, for all the ways you've enriched and enhanced myself, both personally, professionally, you know, personal growth, development, business. Uh, I just want to say thank you from the center of my heart. I mean, you've really, really, you, you know how much you mean to me. Everybody who I talk to about you knows how much you mean to me. Uh, and you really are one of those people who is a key contributor, always rolling up your sleeves, always getting in the trenches, always paying it forward and always being of service. So for everything that you tirelessly do for the collective, I just want to say thank you very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks so much for being a great leader and being a part of C-Suite Radio and the whole C-Suite Network. Well, it's an honor. And to the listening audience, I want to thank you once again for taking time out of your own hectic schedules for tuning in to myself and my guest of this week, Jeffrey Hazlett from C-Suite Radio. Highly encourage you to connect with him. Take time once the podcast is released. Listen to the podcast. Uh, the information's there for how to connect. And I just want to thank you once again for taking time out of your schedule to tune in to myself and my guests of each week for the last five years that I've been doing this. It means the world to me, and I'm exceptionally clear on my purpose, which is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. So until next time, when we're joined by yet again another phenomenal guest, I wish you a fantastic weekend. Love and gratitude to you all, and as well to you and your family, Jeffrey. All my love. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and AHA That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.